welcome to episode 97 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, our home resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for the TDR Explorer. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. And my ever energetic and cheerful, but not so energetic today, co-host Chris. Chris, who are you? And what are you doing here? And tell us about yourself. <laughs> um, I'm the other host, or one of the other hosts, Chris, uh, chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks. Uh, but not this week. I've been out sick, so I'm still recovering. But I'm here, so that's what counts. <laughs> um, you can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelge, And that's N-I-L-G-H-E. Before... Well, before we talk about what we're going to talk about, (laughs) very meta, uh, quickly, uh, just going to mention our Patreon, and I just want to say thank you to everyone who's already contributing, and to everyone who has started contributing the past couple of weeks. You guys are all awesome, and thank you so, so, so much. It really does help with the podcast and helping, keeping us going. Uh, if you want to contribute to our Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have some fun rewards or perks for becoming a patron. Uh, if you pledge $5 or more, you'll get access to all our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. And who doesn't love early access? And for $15 a month, you will get access to our Patreon-only bonus episodes. And so far, we have seven episodes. And so with with the $15, you'll get access to all our previous episodes, but also all our upcoming episodes. So we're going to have our eighth episode coming out um, in a few weeks' time here. And a really fun one that I know Patricia loves very much is our $75 perk. (laughs) <laughs> which um, if you pledge it for just the one month, you could do it for just a month, then you can change your pledge to something lower after that, um, where you get to tell Trish and I what to eat at the park. So if you want Trish to eat, uh, what's something that oh, you don't, oh, that you can't eat? I know, I know. What? I can't eat the French, the Mickey and Minnie French toast that they serve at the coffee house on the center street coffee house in world bazaar because that's that's carbs us carbs so many carbs and sugar and syrup (laughs) and i don't know powder sugar and who knows what else they put in those incredibly cute looking french toasts (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to uh have us eat something in the park hint hint um you can do so by pledging that 75 dollars on patreon and remember you can switch it back to something lower after the one month so you don't have to keep paying the $75 every month unless you really want to. We're not going to complain. Our goal. Our goal. I always forget about our goal. <laughs> I, you don't care about the goal. I want to make this new content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if we reach $500 a month on Patreon, we will do an extra 30-minute episode each month that is for everybody. For everybody. And we will just answer questions because we have a backlog of questions. So we're going to be here till the end of time. (laughs) So um, if we do this bonus episode, we will definitely get through these questions a lot faster. All right. So uh, Trish, what are we, what are we talking about? Okay. So our topics for today are our amazing crowd forecast, uh, the news, our top things, okay, so this is kind of interesting. So our top things for summer in Tokyo, um, not just including like, you know, the summer holiday, but including Obon, because I don't know if uh, maybe if some of you have been uh, brave enough to come here during the Obon season, um, 
you know, there's a lot of like special limited time events, which are like only for the Obon period. And it's like some of it's wacky, some of it's fun, some of it's cool, some of it is like delicious. Um, but there's all kinds of things that go on for like a really limited time in the summer. And we want to talk about like some of those things for you guys when you're visiting because it might not be exactly the same, but there'll be similar events um, and it's really fun. So let's get started with the news. And there's not like super big news this week, but there's some cool stuff going on. One was the these debut stickers, like my first visit sticker. Is that is that what you're talking about in here? Yeah, I saw a baby wearing one. So. Yeah, so it's for <laughs> it's for children. It's kind of interesting that they have like a sticker that's like a first visit sticker. It's limited. It's not a. It's not necessarily. A, this is more for people that are like Disney families. It's not, it is a first visit, but it's not like your first big visit. It's bigger than that. It's like your Disney debut, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's like you're, you know, you're presenting yourself at the parks for the first time. And there's actually a cap on it. Like your kid can't be too old. They can't get the debut sticker. They're too old. It's for like really little kids. Yeah, I I saw that. I was a little confused. I'm like, that's kind of odd, but okay. (laughs) Whatever works. (laughs) Fair enough. So, yeah, we have these Gelatoni Insta-Lulu headbands coming September 4th. So that's kind of cool. These are not, these were not at the parks before, these Gelatoni Insta-Lulu headbands. Were they at the other parks? No. I, uh, the Gelatoni ears might have been. I don't remember. Like at Hong Kong, uh, they might have been. I don't, I don't, I don't know. They must be because I saw a little girl this week wearing the Stella Lou ears. Mm, or someone could have made them too. I don't know. They looked they look like the ones in the picture. It looked pretty legit. <laughs> like someone could have bought a Stella Lou and, you know, cut her ears off and turned it into a ass. I don't I don't know. It looked like from the store. Or maybe they I don't know, maybe they work for the company or something. I don't know, but it was it looked like the one in the website. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And um <laughs> I love this next one because you can tell the irritation is like is like palpable, 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 <laughs> palpable <laughs> on um on the Facebook. Like it got a lot of uh, a lot of kind of negative feedback. Um, the tickets for the lottery tickets for New Year's for the parks uh, are going on sale. Well, sort of. The lottery is starting soon. It's a a lottery, but I mean, it's not. It's like, I love how they advertise like, oh, the much sought after. I mean, it's not that hard to get right now. I mean, people kind of don't care. And the people on the Facebook are like, why are we paying this much for tickets when there's no show? Why why won't you bring back the countdown party? I miss the countdown parties. Why are the tickets so expensive? You're not doing anything. It, like it's like it's amazing. I love the Japanese feedback. I'm I'm just like reveling in it. I'm like, yes, yes, well see why? 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 So for the like for New Year's, if you want to go uh, you can't just show up and expect to buy tickets and go in. No, you have to first. Uh, you have to win the lottery, uh, which is only in Japanese, unfortunately. Um, so you have to sign up on the website and everything. Um, my guess is you probably need a Japanese address because they, they send you the tickets. Uh, like they they send you actual hard tickets. They're doing two waves: one in September, one in November. And they're advocating if you do it online, you get two times the chance to win. Because uh, you can also send in like a written lottery ballot, which I, I, like that's so like 90s, it's weird. But <laughs> I guess some people still want to do that. Um, another way to get tickets is if you're staying at uh, the Disney hotels over New Year's. Um, the only thing is you can't book those dates online. You have to do so, uh, um, August 31st over the phone. <laughs> like we are going back to the nineties here. That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> so yeah, uh, tickets are not exactly the easiest to get, uh, especially if you don't speak or read Japanese. Um, yeah. Uh, but currently working on a nice translation on how to get tickets if you want to go through the pain 
of trying to get some. <laughs> and hopefully I'll have that on the website by the time this comes out, or shortly thereafter. I might try and go just because I like seeing the sunrise from Disney Sea. Oh no. I like it. You can you can ride the monorail and see it from almost the same angle. Uh, you have to time it right though. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and go this year because I went in 2015, so 2014 to 2015. I did that. It was fine. Like it wasn't, like it wasn't anything like the countdown parties that I I know you've been to. Um, but it, it was fun being in the park overnight because that's the only time you get to really do it and uh, fall asleep in the Mermaid Lagoon. <laughs> All right, um, let's move on to the uh, crowd forecast. So something weird has happened, and I don't know if this is temporary or what, but TDR Navi's uh, crowd calendar is not working. Um, And by not working, I mean you can't even get to it anymore. It just redirects you to their front page. So I don't know if this is temporary or permanent. Um, Hoping temporary, because it's the only one that is in English. But there is another one out there, and I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can find it. Um... The web address is weird. I won't even bother saying it out loud because no one will remember it. Um, <laughs> but um, this one's fairly accurate as well. Um, it's a little tougher to read. This is actually the one I use. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Let's just put it that way. It, it works fine. Um, they do their... I have a question. Mm-hmm. Like, does the TDR Navi have the thing that you can change the weather? No. See, this one has, so you can, like, it'll predict, like, for rainy days or windy days, like, what the attendance, how it changes. I love that we've talked about TDR Navi for, like, over two years on the podcast, and you thought I was talking about this one. I always thought it was this website, because that's the only one I've ever known. And I'm like, where is the English function? <laughs> I've been looking oh for my it forever. Goodness. I'm like, I can't, I can never find it. You know that? I'm so, I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. And I think this is the one that has USJ2, though. I think it's the same website. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is, right? Yeah. Um, So I took a look at the numbers, and this is for August 28th. And it's a little busy throughout the week. Um, We're still in um, summer mode, but that's almost over. And you would think summer was over because our weather's been terrible the last, like, two weeks. Um, and they say Friday is going to be the most quiet, which is nice. Yeah. It's gonna be... I can see that because today was not so crowded either. Yeah. Cause, uh, well, it's September 1st. Yeah. It's the Friday. So, and they're predicting that to be 25, which is the light green, which mm-hmm. is, you know, pretty, pretty quiet, pretty quiet. So yeah, we're, we're, we're just seeing the tail end here of summer. So. <laughs> and then it's going to be Halloween. But, 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 we still have summer stuff to talk about. Like, there's still summer, summery things you can do. Like, even into September, there's still summer stuff that you can do in... Summer's done. They're selling autumn clothes. We're, <laughs> we're, we're over summer, okay? The Japanese are over summer. Doesn't mean we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but, so we're going to, like, we're trying something um, a little more... Uh, different where of course you know we're going to be talking you know about the disney parks a lot but we're also going to start talking a little bit more about things to do outside of disney uh just because from feedback from you guys um one of your favorite episodes uh has was our episode this was a while ago where we did like our top five non-disney things to do in tokyo so of course, if you're coming to Japan, there's a pretty high chance you're not going to just be doing Disney. So it's going to be it's it's good to know other things to do in the city, especially if you're coming, you know, depending on the time of the year you're coming. So we're going to talk about um, our top things to do in the summer in Tokyo. So you can apply this like if you're coming in September, you could still do some of these things. Um, but also it's good to know for next year when you're planning if you're coming in next summer. So. <sighs> Trish, do you want to start us off here? Sure. Um, freebies. We all love free. Oh. And um, because do. of the... Yeah, I know. Um, and because the Olympics are coming, there's a lot of cultural tie-in events. Um, 
not just in the summer actually it's it's kind of going all year round but in the summer we have like some really kind of interesting ones that they started doing one is um that's going on right now that you, if, i don't know if you'll still be able to sign up for when this comes out you should be able to is um there's a free english dakugo which is like um kind of like a japanese storytelling um with comedy elements and uh i don't know how that's gonna work out but we signed up for it because i'm just really curious um there's a free shochu tasting event uh japanese sake right so you can sign up for that that one has a lottery so i i signed up but i don't know if i'll get in and um if you go to any tourism center actually they have a bunch of different things you can sign up for like different cultural activities and to learn about japanese culture or to try on a yukata or different things like that and um those are completely free because they really want people to learn about japan when they come to visit the country um so a lot of that stuff is going on um another olympic tie-in that was going on was the obon odori in um shibuya in front of the the marukyu building um which is like the, of course the the fashion icon building for young people it's a super tall building and it's like in the middle of this like crazy crosswalk and there's like there's like skyscrapers everywhere so it was a really interesting location for an obon dance which is like a traditional uh dance that's done in the summer kind of like in a circle and uh like these uh, you do different dance moves for different songs um so like a lot of that stuff is going on which is really cool that's kind of like anytime I hear that, I always think of the the bonfire dance at, that they had at Disney Sea. But that was an obon. It was like in a circle. You you did mm-hmm. this the dance moves that they taught you how to do. So in a way, it was like an obon dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think of that. I don't know why. I just do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, speaking of obon dance, there's also um, fireworks. Lots of fireworks in the summer here. All summer, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, uh, these fireworks, they put a lot of other fireworks I've seen anyway, to shame. <laughs> um, like fireworks I've seen back in Canada. Um, and they definitely put Tokyo Disney Resort's fireworks to shame, which is, but that's not really hard, but you know. <laughs> well, and an interesting point is Tokyo Disneyland doesn't do fireworks in the summer. No, which is weird. I guess, I don't know, just <laughs> it's almost like, what's the point, I guess? I think maybe it could be that. And I think maybe like all the fireworks supplies are going to different areas. So maybe the price goes up or maybe um, it's harder to get, Uh, you know? Yeah, that's probably more likely. Probably, yeah, yeah, like demand goes up. So prices go up and they're just like, nah, we'll just not do it. Right, right. Which these are long. These are long shows. They go for an hour to two hours. Yeah, like like these aren't you know 10 minute shows with like you know a couple hundred and they're done like no 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 this is like thousands of fireworks it's ridiculous um there are tons of different fireworks festivals that happen throughout tokyo and also throughout japan really so anywhere you go there's gonna be a firework festival somewhere um two of the most popular ones that i know of um, i'm sure there's other ones uh there's the one that's down by the tamagawa river um, which was canceled yesterday, actually. Oh, bummer. Because of the the crazy, like, that storm that we had yesterday. Oh, that thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could yeah. not have fireworks in that. Um, no. So I, I don't know if they're going to reschedule it or not. I don't know. I just saw that it was canceled. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. Um, another one is the Jingu Gaien fireworks which is actually in harajuku and so it's oh, i've never been to that one i did that one a few years ago and they are spectacular um the oh. only problem with it is it's so busy and because it's in the city mm-hmm. like everything is just like gridlocked um but it's a yeah it's a very popular event everybody goes everyone's wearing their summer outfits their their um um yukata and there's street food and there's drinking and everything and partying. It's just it's it's a it's a really fun atm- atmosphere to be in. And being that it's like right in the middle of Tokyo, that's even cooler. And that one was actually um, today, actually. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. If you're staying at um, the Celebration Hotel and you don't want to take a crowded train home, 
you can watch the Urayasu fireworks. They're at the end of July, the last um, Saturday in July, the same day as the Sumida fireworks in Tokyo. So uh, if you don't want to see the fireworks, it's actually probably a really good day to go to the parks because it will probably be emptier than usual. Ah, that's a good tip. But if you're at that hotel, you really don't have to go anywhere. Um, and like and like Chris said, these fi- these fireworks, like we went to the Sumitagawa one year and <laughs> good luck getting home. Um, it's just packed, 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 packed with people. The trains are packed like everywhere. It's like like if you think Disneyland's crowded, no, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. You don't know crowded until you've been to like one of the really big fireworks festivals in Tokyo. Edogawa is also pretty big. But There's everywhere, so all over Japan. And what's really cool is like uh, like in Tokyo, they can't do like the really ginormous ones that they do in some of these um, prefectures. But like there's like, um, I cannot remember the place for the life of me. Maybe you know, Chris, the one that does like the biggest firework like in Japan. <sighs> like it takes up like the entire, like the place that like five large fireworks would take place. It takes the place of like that. That's how big the size is. And they actually run this siren before setting it off because it's so dangerous. You <laughs> is, know? That, is this one in Tokyo? <laughs> this one is not in Tokyo. What, do, do you know what This is like the biggest one in Japan. I cannot think of it. I'm so sorry. Um, hold on. I'll, I'll be looking it up. Okay, 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 right. uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, while you're looking that up, um, yeah, fireworks festivals are fantastic. Um, little story. Um, I've done the, the fireworks in the, at the Tamagawa River as well. Um, I have a friend who actually lives near the area. So uh, the one year we did it, he went and got a spot for us for the, like the fireworks didn't start until I believe it was, it was like seven o'clock, seven or eight o'clock at night. He was there at eight in the morning getting a spot for us. Oh my God. Like that's how packed it's going to get. He was there and like, he had like, I think two or three, those really large picnic sheets, like gigantic. You could easily fit 20 people on it. And he, put it out to put like all the pegs in and put like stuff there and everything. And then we all showed up around, I don't know, three or four o'clock and our stuff was all there and food. Everyone brought food, drink. There was, you know, uh, food stands everywhere. And it was just, it was so much fun. It's just, it's one of those things that you just have to do at least once. um, If you're visiting Japan in the summer or even living here, it's just, it's so much fun. Like this, like everyone's there to have a good time. Even though it's it is crowded and it's hot, um, there's plenty of ways to keep cool, which we've talked about many many times on here. How to keep cool? Um, you you can take what you learned at the parks and apply it to real life, <laughs> real life situations. Um, okay, I got it. I think. Oh, what was it? What was it? What was it? Okay, um, Nagaoka Festival in Niigata Prefecture. Um, to give you an idea, these. What the one firework takes over two kilometers of space in the sky. Um, and to give you some more numbers, um, so these are called uh, Sanja Kudama, um, and they are the size of shells you might find on a battlefield, 90 centimeters, 36 inches in diameter. Uh, two of these massive shells weighing 300 kilograms or 660 pounds are launched um in the evening and they're only slightly smaller than the largest fireworks that have ever been launched wow yeah i mean it's it's insane so japan takes fireworks very seriously outside of disney because disney i think disney would if if people weren't so complainy yeah about things yeah because yeah I guess that's a good point because the resort is so close to residential having these yeah. gigantic firework displays every night. I guess, yeah, that would get a little annoying after a while. I don't mind it. I mean, what? The longest it would be 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like such a big deal. Like people need to close their windows and get over it. <laughs> Put some earplugs in. Jeez. Seriously. Or something. <laughs> um, you know. 
Oh, uh, before we move on, I just want to tell people. So if you're ever like looking for things to do in Japan, um, a perfect, perfect website is Timeout Tokyo. Because this has a lot of the information and um, you can break down like break down events down to the day or to the weekend or the week. Um, so that's a really good way to see what's happening when you're visiting. So make sure you do that. And another great place is Tokyo Cheapo. Um, yeah, I like them. Yeah, they have a, a lot. lot of information. Um, same, same as Time Out as well. Uh, but Tokyo Cheapo takes a little bit further uh, where they tell you how to be cheap. And that's <laughs> definitely not a bad thing. Metropolis is also pretty good. Oh yeah, that's another that's another good one. Um, so let's talk about food. Uh, well, we're gonna be here forever <laughs> because you know we love to talk about food. But like when you go to these festivals, you go to this fireworks show. It's like an hour long, right? So you want to have drinks and snacks and stuff, <laughs> you know. Uh, so you need you need food. Mm-hmm. Um, don't wait for the fireworks to start to get food because you will never get out of that line. No. Okay. Do it beforehand. No. Like stock up. No. Like a while beforehand. Like get there early. Like way before the fireworks start. Treat this like Disney. Treat stuff. this like Disney Sea. Yeah. Get there hours before you need to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I did this year? Mm. Which, by the way, we watched our fireworks all in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I went um, because I, last year I was in line for yakisoba, which is fried Japanese fried noodles. Oh and I was in line for 45 minutes because my child wanted Japanese fried noodles. Um, but this year I went to the supermarket. I went to the supermarket and I bought everything ahead of time because I did not have time to go there early. And it was raining anyway. So I was like, forget that. I got his little Ramune bottles, which is like a Japanese soda pop that you pop in a little, a little marble. And it kind of is like, it's like a little star. Anyway, it's fun. It's cute. Um, I bought different kinds of beers and chew highs, which are like alcohol juice. <laughs> alcohol. And... Yeah. Those are dangerous. Those are dangerous. They are kind of dangerous. They're good though. <laughs> they are. They're so good. Um, I bought, I bought everything ahead of time. I got my cooler. I got my ice packs and um, it was good because we didn't have to go in the rain to go buy the food so food 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 okay okay what other food do you okay so what are your go-tos for festival food well when it's like super hot out i get kakigori the shaved ice yeah you have to like yes you're paying a lot for basically water and sugar but you can argue that with a lot of other things too but what's your favorite color syrup I, I, like I want to say flavor, but, you know, it says flavors, but really it's colors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> strawberry. I love the strawberry. Uh, with the condensed milk. Mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So That's my good. son's go-to. So good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, anything fried chicken, I'm there. Anything fried. Yeah, just Like, I noticed fried, fried cheese was hot this year. <laughs> Pun. Was, it, was that intended, that pun? What? The... Did I make a pun? Oh, yeah. my God. Sorry. Wait, what? Anyway, anyway. Wait, what was the pun? Oh, my God. It was about the cheese and how it was hot this year. Oh, oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, Yeah, anything fried. Oh, my goodness. Delicious. Um. But yeah, like especially the uh, karage, which is basically just like bit little bits of chicken in batter. Oh, amazing! Need to have it. And um, yakisoba is another go-to for mine. Yeah. Um, especially with copious amounts of mayonnaise. I, yeah. I just love. I like. I love it when it's hot and tons of mayonnaise. Oh my goodness! It's really um, natsukashi or very nostalgic for me. <laughs> I don't know why it just is so it just like it just it makes me feel good even though it's just carbs and mayonnaise and that's true and that delicious carbs. delicious brown sauce whatever it is i have no idea i still don't know what it is but it's good what is it it is so good but carbs are comforting right um speaking of carbs uh fried octopus balls <gasps> takoyaki takoyaki i like them they're so good. Especially with it's so good. copious amounts of 
sauce. <laughs> anything with sauce. Anything with sauce. <laughs> anything I with love sauce. Just... And anything that you can put on a skewer or a stick, it's uh, good. Yes, Japanese festival foods are seriously the best. Yeah. Like yeah. Just have it all. Just have it all. It's so. Just eat good. all of it. They've got sweet. They've got savory castell. The sweet for for sweet castella cakes. Those little pancake cakes with something in the middle. I don't even know what's inside. Um, just eat it. So uh, cotton candy, of course, the world over popular, right? And like here, they sell it in little bags with cartoon characters. So the kids are like, oh, which one do I choose? Do I want this character or that character? So the kids get really excited. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> and um, okonomiyaki, which is kind of like a Japanese savory pancake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good, too. With mayonnaise. And so- and and sometimes you can even have the yakisoba inside of it. Oh, <laughs> you know? With mayonnaise. All in one. With mayonnaise. <laughs> With mayonnaise, yes. <laughs> As you can tell, I put mayonnaise on everything. I've I've turned Japanese. I, I love my mayonnaise. I put it on everything. I, I absolutely can. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, if you like street food, Japanese summer festivals are like a great place to so try it out. good. So good. Um, another thing that they, I like, I've seen the last few years is uh-huh. uh, French fries, and they just call it long potato. Because, you know, oh, there's yeah. like these ridiculously long French fries. Yeah, like, those are popular. Those are so weird. Uh, just don't make the mistake I did. I put the uh-huh. wrong powder on it without reading the label. Um, well, it, I guess it wouldn't matter if you didn't read Japanese anyway. But I didn't read the label, and I put, like... Um, I can never remember the name, but anyway, it was fish, like fish flakes and seasoning. <laughs> oh, on like the my bonito fr- flakes? No, 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 it wasn't bonito flakes. Um, uh, it's a type of fish. Um, it has oh, those little baby, those little tiny fish. Uh, they're like ground up or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was, I was not happy with myself. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I do not want fish with my French fries. <laughs> That's not what I want. So I. Put copious uh, amounts of mayonnaise to make it somewhat better. And if, like we talked about before the Urayasu Fireworks Festival, one of the interesting things about the festival here is that because of Disney, there's like a gazillion hotels. So our festival is really weird. We'll have like your traditional standbys like the yakisoba, the fried noodles, the octopus balls, the takoyaki, the, all, all these foods. And we'll also have hotel foods, which are like fancy and like hotel cocktails it's like really weird it's like this is not festival food you guys okay <laughs> this is like high-end high-end dining it's like, here it is it's like some of it's really high-end some of it's really good but i'm like i want something simple okay <laughs> speaking of like let's let's before we go on to the other events um other things you can do at festivals uh not if, not if you're on vacation don't do this uh you can win goldfish <laughs> yeah you, you that, can't that'd take be, those yeah. you can't take those home no, they, they'd have to go through quarantine. They, you know, they usually don't live the night anyway, so no. Um, <laughs> maybe you can give them away to some, like, random kids or something. I don't know. Um, you can, for kids, there's a bunch of, like, stupid games where you can win toys that they're not going to care about after a few days. Um, and uh, and definitely don't do this if you have to get on an airplane. They have these surprisingly realistic guns. Oh, um, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't try buy those. those home. Don't, don't win those. Yeah, just leave them behind. Like I said, give them to some random kid if you win it. Because uh, you will totally get stopped. <laughs> because they look really realistic. Like the kids were playing with them. And it, it just, it, it made me a little nervous. Um, well, speaking of buying stuff, um, one thing that you'll notice if you go to these festivals or just in general around um is people wearing their summer kimonos which are called yukata and oh for sure it's so pretty they're pretty and they are comfortable um well especially if well i guess for guys it's called a, i was about to a, say a, 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 wait <laughs> shh, shh, shh. let me finish um okay for, for the guys it's called a jimbe um which is essentially just like shorts and uh the shirt with a, a sash that ties around your waist um and then i'm getting a gym bay for next year <laughs> and then yeah the uh women wear the yukata and they look more like um 
kimonos, closer to kimonos. And there's crossover. Women wear jimbei and men also wear yukata. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of depends on what you want to wear. Um, if you want to buy some, you could definitely do so. And they're much cheaper than going to like a fancy place and buying like a fancy kimono, uh, which can be in the thousands of dollars, which I'm sure a lot of people probably don't really want to do that. Um, but you can go to places like Uniqlo and Don Quixote and they do sell them. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, even in Ixbiari, they always have a pop-up shop. Yeah. And they're very inexpensive. Like, uh, I want to say like thir- $40 or less, roughly, uh, for some I would of them. Say, yeah, because they they get up there. Yeah, like for the, like the, the ones that... Probably on the lower end, 4,000 yen, $40 to up to $300, $400. Oh, yeah. Yomanen. But if you want just a cheap one, you can definitely get do so from like Uniqlo or Don Quixote. Right. You can get a much and cheaper one. If you're staying at the resort and you don't, you you, you get nervous, how do I wear this or whatever? Because um, Jinbei is really easy to put on. But Yukata actually takes a little bit of, of time, especially if you've never done it before. You can go to, um, there's an accessory shop next to the Tully's and they'll dress you there and they'll arrange your hair and everything for a set price and you don't even have to do the dry cleaning on the yukata because you you cannot um if you do buy one you cannot wash it in the washing machine you have to uh, do dry cleaning um so they'll take care of all of that you can rent it for a day and when you're done just bring it back and you're done so it's a little bit easier uh and where was that again it is the (laughs) what is it called okay give me give me a second okay it's it's talk about it's by the the Tully's. It's by in, Tully's. In Ixpiari. So Tully's is the yeah. coffee shop. Yes. Okay. By the Misha shop, and which is in between Tully's <laughs> and the shop. Fair enough. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Why didn't I look this up? But it's a really great little shop. And they'll, they'll do decoration nails if you want to do that too. It's fantastic. Um. So like other, I guess, cultural things. Um. Fireflies are very popular, or firefly viewing is very popular at the beginning of summer. Yeah. Uh, which is more, I guess, uh, June, like beginning of June is when uh, they're active, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, so if you're visiting at the beginning of June, um, again, if you go like look out Time Out Tokyo or um, Tokyo Cheapo or uh, what was it, Metropolitan? Yeah, uh, any of those little online magazines will have stuff. Yes, uh, there's a couple of Firefly events in and around Tokyo. Um, one of my favorite ones, which I actually did this year with my mom, uh, was the Fireflies at Yomuri Land, which is actually another theme park here in uh, Tokyo, which is actually, it's more in the like southwest part of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um and it was it was super cheap. It was like three hundred yen a person to go. It's ridiculous. Like and yeah, and they had um like the festival like uh, food booths and everything set up. Mm-hmm. So you know all the stuff we talked about earlier was there. Um, so of course my mom and I would you know get some yakisoba while we waited our turn. Uh, it was all done by like section. So like when we showed up, we paid, and then they gave us like a a section number, and then mm-hmm. they just called out a section every. You know, five minutes just so there's not a ton of people all going at once. Um, and then you just, you know, walk through and you see fireflies, you know, which is, you know, fun. It's so pretty. And it's cheap. Like, it was a cheap event to do. And it's fun. Um, well, there's also another um, animal that you could see that is electric, that glows. Um, oh my god! But it's not exactly real. Um, <laughs> is the Pikachu event the Pikachu outbreak, Pikachu takeover, Pikachu? I don't even know what the name is. Oh. Did you go? I didn't go this year. I was sick. I wanted to go, oh but um, was this the third or fourth year they've done it now? I don't know, but it was intense, man. So it was really intense. So what this is is a like a Pikachu outbreak event which is down in yokohama so this isn't actually in tokyo it's in yokohama so it's a little more south um super easy to get to though so it's not that it's like what a 20 30 minute train ride from shibuya roughly 
something yeah. like that. Like it's not it's not that hard to get to. Um, and of course, Yokohama is a very lovely place to go. You should definitely go there. It's an easy place to go down for the day. There's like tons of stuff to do down there. But um, but you went to the Pikachu event, right? I did. I caught the the mime Pokemon, which is supposed to be limited to Europe, but it was here for like a special time. I caught a bunch of unknowns. We missed the ba- the baseball game where they introduced Mewtwo. So that was a surprise. Um, they, I know people that were sleep- staying over at hotels uh, specifically because the event would end at 6, but the things would keep running all night. So um, if you went there, your phone the and you're using the Pokemon Go app, it would keep crashing. But for those in the know that would stay overnight, you could go at night and you could still catch the same Pokemon without your phone ca- uh, crashing. So Oh, because there's less people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so smart. that was like that secret. And my mother-in-law is like, let's go at night. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm busy. I want to go. But I... I don't think I can. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> it was really tiring. Like, again, if you think Tokyo Disneyland is crowded, um, no. Like, this this was wall-to-wall people. You couldn't even move. Um, and the people, like, at the crosswalks are like, don't look at your phone. Cross the street. Don't look at your phone. <laughs> you know, it's like, of course, no, everyone is looking at their phone. And it's like, it was just insanity. And they had, like, a blimp that would fly around. And they had, like, a Pikachu water show where they would splash it with water. And Pikachus would dance on stage. And um, they had, like, like different photo op places. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I remember, well, I went to it two years ago. And I just remember I watched the Pikachu parade. Um, there was a, at one point um, I was in one of the malls. Oh, I was at the mall that has the Pokemon Center. I think I was picking up a special Pokemon on my 3DS. Uh-huh. Um, and there was this um, announcement on the intercom in, in the mall. And it was just like, yeah. About nothing interesting. It was just, oh, there's a sale here. Welcome to the mall. Thank you for coming to the mall. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, it just cuts out. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, you hear this little voice get on the intercom. And it's like, Pika, Pikachu, Pika, 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 Pikachu. (laughs) And then hung up. (laughs) I thought that was the the cutest thing. It was just so, like, it was just one of those things that I wasn't expecting. It's a super fun event. Another popular thing to do um, is all these rooftop beer gardens or just beer gardens in general. They're it's so popular. So popular. And it's fun. Oh, it's, for sure. It's a little yeah. pricey. It could be a little pricey. Uh, some places are expensive. Um, but most of these places include uh, a meal and also includes drink. And it's usually for a few hours. So it's just kind of a all-you-can-eat-and-drink kind of affair, usually. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And if you want to, like, avoid, um, like, crowds, again, there's local beer gardens that you can attend as well um, that will be a little bit more intimate, a little less people, um, but also still a lot of fun, you know? So it's definitely all summer. Japanese love beer gardens. And Xperia actually has their own beer garden. Um, the Xperia, again, is a downtown Disney at Tokyo Disney Resort. So and they have a bunch of different beers from Japan and around the world. So you can check that out there if you're visiting the resort as well and you want to unwind after a hard day at the parks. One of my favorite beer gardens is not really easy to get to, um, but it's actually out at Mount Takao. Oh, nice. Which is way out west Tokyo. Like I'm talking, it's a good hour by train from Shinjuku. Um, yeah. But if you can get out there, like Mount Takao, that whole area is beautiful. Um, and it's it's a fun hike. Or if you want, you can take, like, there's a tram and stuff that'll take you up to the top instead. Uh, but, yeah, there's a beer garden in there. And if you do it closer to the evening, uh, you could stay there once it gets dark. And you could see all the lights of Tokyo from afar, which I think is so cool. There's also a lot of events and stuff with, like, all the all the different museums around Tokyo. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So, like, right now we have the Disney Art of Animation um, art exhibit that's happening. Uh, it started in, I believe, June. 
and it goes until September. Yeah. So that's like all summer long. Um, I think this ended. Um, it's the Yayoi Kusama exhibit, which is which was was in Rapungi. I think it's not there anymore. I think it's over. But they're opening. Um, she's opening her own building, which is going to have her artwork um, on display. So that's pretty cool. And um, also in Rapungi, if you have kids or if you're into Japanese comics. Um, they have a big jump comic exhibition and it's actually divided into different parts because it has uh, such a long history. So the first part was from the magazine's launch until I want to say the six, the 80s, until the 80s. And then um, the second part is going to cover after the 80s until present. Um, so it'll maybe the the second half will be more interesting for your kids but it was kind of cool to see all the old illustrations and to kind of learn how the company started and um the kiddo really enjoyed it for sure <laughs> and they have uh, in the cafe they have like uh different burgers based on all the different comic book stories featured in the magazine which is really funny uh, of course there's you know pop-up cafe has to be <laughs> um yeah it's it's so hard to keep track of all these things. There's so much you going can't. on. It's, you really it's can't. Unless it's like your job, it's impossible because it's literally like every week. There's so many. Tokyo is such a big city. It's like sprawl. Um, it's actually so like a lot of people don't know this, but Tokyo is actually not a city. It's different cities within a bigger kind of like area called Tokyo. So yeah. think about it. It's like different. All these different cities within the area of Tokyo are having their own events. And it's just, you can't keep track. It's impossible. So you have to really keep an eye out for what's happening. And this is kind of the time of year, too, where they come out with all these, like, wacky, crazy food combinations to try out. Mm-hmm. Um, like the uh, watermelon soft serve that they had at Dominique, Dominique Ansel. Yeah, Dominique. which is amazing. So, so um, if you live in the States, you probably know um, Dominique Ansel bakery from new york which is famous for the cronut but they also make a lot of other really really cool stuff and i think he won the patissier of the year award this year um just like really really amazing stuff and uh the watermelon soft serve was incredible so it's okay chris wait you describe this because it's it's amazing um so essentially it's this like literally a slice of watermelon that's frozen and uh-huh. they carve out the middle of it and they fill the middle with watermelon soft serve and then you get this little container of salt and a spoon or a fork or i can't remember which one it was um and then you get then obviously you eat it and oh my goodness it's delicious oh and the seeds are chocolates are chocolates yeah oh it's 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 a, it's not fro it's not fro it's chilled the watermelon mine was the frozen. watermelon mine was frozen. Uh, ours was chilled ours you could cut with the spoon mine was frozen they froze yours <laughs> what the heck dominique Gensel? i think because it was the very first day like i went the first day oh uh, that could be it so maybe they were still like working with the temperature yeah they also have um from last year um mm. corn corn oh, what yeah. is it called Oh yeah, the the weird corn, like literally, like fried corn on a cob. It's corn de la creme, <laughs> and it's like soft serve on a corn on a corn cob. And the one my son wanted to try that we didn't get a chance to try yet. It's I don't know if it's over. I think it's still going on. Is the kiwi? There's a kiwi one. So the inside is like kiwi ice cream, but the outside is like made to resemble. It's like shot cookie or chocolate meant to resemble the outside of the kiwi and um it looks so good and like the image is like it looks really cute but um we didn't get a chance to try it so enough about eating because we're gonna get super hungry Uh, (laughs) don't need that um music festivals there's a lot there's a lot of music festivals a ton and i've done quite a few of them and they're fun i love them um if you're if you're really into like J-pop, J-rock music, or even uh, K-pop, um, a really good one to go to is A Nation, and they've been doing this for years, and they do it across Japan as well. Um, so with like A Nation, if you're into like 
past years they've had like um big pop stars like um uh, Ayumi Hamasaki and oh my goodness I can't even name like band names I'm starting to get old when I can't name band names <laughs> oh my god but yeah they, they have tons of different acts and stuff like that um so that's a really good one to go to I, I've been that I've been to that one once loved it um Another one that just ended is Summer Sonic, um, which is actually out past Disneyland, actually. Where, oh, where is that? Um, at the the Mesa. The ha- oh, Makuhari. Makuhari Mesa. So, and this one's like a really big mix of acts. It's a, a mix of um, like Japanese acts, but also North American acts, which is actually quite cool. And the good thing with this is um, you can actually buy tickets in English. So if you know well in ahead of t- like if you know well in advance you're going to be here for it, uh, tickets are pretty easy to come by. Um, and another one, um, this one doesn't happen over the summer, but it's actually happening next month, which is Ultra Japan, which is a huge electronic music festival, which is in Odaiba, actually. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go this year. I went a few years ago and I loved it. It was so fun. We saw, we were there for like a kid's party one year. And we were trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> um, it, it was this event, actually. And people had really colorful, like, clothes and costumes and hair. And it looked really interesting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's essentially like almost like a big big rave in a sense but not really um uh, of course this is only like if you're really into electronic music you'll like it if you're not then you're clearly you're not going to but um some acts include tiesto steve aoki steve angelo knife party carl cox the chain smokers hardwell um miyavi is actually showing up which is a japanese uh, uh that's a he's a j-rock singer so i don't know what he's doing in the electronic music festival unless i'm reading that wrong but who knows um and then there's a whole bunch of other people as well so there is no shortage of music festivals uh you just have to kind of know when they're happening um a nation's in usually in july summer sonics in august ultra japan's in september and tickets range from you know tickets that you want to buy for like all the days that it's happening or just one day or if you want like vip package and stuff like they have all this stuff and it's all in english too so that's that's a plus and something disney can learn from there's also fuji rock oh yeah which fuji happens rock. in the summer like really beautiful scenery too on top of the music oh yes i want to go to that one year i know a couple of people that go every year and they're always like super prepared and but they always say they have so much fun so and the pictures are always amazing so I think you'll enjoy it. Well, besides music festivals, of course, in the summer, it's very hot. Um, and how do you keep cool? Well, you go to water parks. That's one thing to do. And a lot of people love to do that here. Um, and we have some actually pretty some pretty fun ones. Um, one that um, I kind of mentioned already, um, this place called Yomuri Land. Um, it also has a water park, a gigantic water park, which is very popular in the summer. Um, and then there's another one that is further out, further out west, and you kind of have to take a bus to get there, um, is Tokyo Summerland. I haven't been to this one yet, but I really want to. It has like that gigantic, you know, cone that kind of mm-hmm. you get spit out in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of like spiral downwards into the, into the pool. Yeah. Oh, it looks so much, like so much fun. My son wants to go to Hawaiians. Oh, like that's that? like his big I, I think it's in Fukushima. That's like his big dream. It's like like another one of those water parks and it's like Hawaiian themed. <laughs> he's like really he's every year he's like, Let's go to Hawaiians, let's go to Hawaiians. So I'm like, We'll go we'll go one year, but it's like, you know, he's used to Disney water parks. So mm. I don't know how well he'll do at a normal water park because I don't know if he'll know like it's a little different, you know? Yeah. They're not they're usually not as good. It's a little different, you know, so we'll we'll see. <laughs> Um, before we move on, I just want to make one little correction. Um, I was incorrect about the A Nation. It's actually at the end of August, not July. 
Oh. So it's happening. Uh, it hasn't happened yet uh, when this episode airs. Um, you can and, still catch it. Yeah, and there's still tickets available. <laughs> still tickets available. So. Yes. But yeah, uh, tons and tons and tons and tons to do, as you've mentioned, or as we've always, yeah, as we both mentioned, uh, tons to do during I mean, the summer. Any tourist place, go to Odaiba, go to Makuhari, go to anywhere in Tokyo. There'll be all kinds, and like weird stuff, like freebies, like food, like free tea, free candy. Like they built one year in Odaiba, like a candy house that you could go inside and win free candy. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on and every year it's different. <laughs> so much. Um, so much. So I guess our like park tip I guess it's not really a park tip, but it's a tip nonetheless. Um, if there's anything you want to do, like I have this long list that we gave. Um, there's so much, as you already know. Um, make sure you check ahead of time to see if you need tickets available. Um, a lot of these events will have something in English, like a website will be in English or somewhere. Someone will explain something in English, uh, especially the websites that we've mentioned throughout this entire podcast. Um, Time Out Tokyo, Tokyo Cheapo, and also Metropolitan. They'll have information in English. Um, so, yeah, check if you need the tickets. Because um, for some of the stuff that does require it, you can't just show up. It doesn't work that way. You're, you're going to have no. to get tickets ahead of time. So a lot of the time you can buy them online in English. So that's usually not an issue. But you just, you know, just to save yourself disappointment, make sure you check to see if you need tickets ahead of time. And if you want to do events like this, if you can, go midweek, kind of like going to the parks. Do it midweek. Mm-hmm. There's less people. And avoid Obon if you can. The thing is, a lot of these events are for Obon. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know. kind of pick and choose what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. If you're here anyway, you know what? It's a lot of people, but you will find some really strange things or interesting things that you can only do this time of year. So make the best of it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, You guys, thank you for listening. Um, Don't forget, if you are visiting Japan or different parts of Asia, check out uh, the Kluk website. That's Um, K-L-O-O-K. You get a discount if you use um, our code, which you can find in the notes. Um, It's easy. It's multilingual. They take foreign credit cards. Um, it's, It's just so pain-free and it helps us out as well they're they're an affiliate for the website and podcast um on top of that uh, another way that you can help without spending any money whatsoever i'm sorry if we're bothering you with patreon and all this stuff but um you can rate and review and it helps us immensely it helps more people find us um and uh that helps them it helps them plan their trips so you're not only helping us you're helping other people um enjoy tokyo disney resort which is always amazing so please rate and review us on itunes and stitcher and the google the google (laughs) what am i saying (laughs) the google radio is it google radio google play google play something with music (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> send us your questions and suggestions for the show um someone messaged me on twitter and they said is it too late to mess to message um suggestions for the 100th episode and i said no send them our way so you guys come on send us those questions send us those suge- suggestions because this is about you um you uh, some of you have been with us from the beginning some of us some of you are new um and we want to do something special for you guys for the 100th episode so tell us what you want to hear and what you want us to do and we want to deliver on that okay so please it's not too late um and thank you for everybody who's already sent in suggestions and questions for the show always i'm trish um and you can find me on my personal instagram and twitter at uh dream sweets love and chris where can they find you uh, they can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, Explore Nelgay, and that is N I L G H E. And yes, thank you so much, everyone, for listening and supporting us as always. And we will talk to you next week. All right, guys, keep exploring. 